Hello, and welcome to Ruth Bears Witness, the podcast, where you can listen to my stories that I've written in my blog posts. Thank you for joining me today for my blog post entitled, It Is Well With My Soul All The Time, from the series Thriving Through Breast Cancer. Several days after I checked Layla into the hospital and admitted her into the psychiatric unit, please see my blog post, Then Sings My Soul No Matter What, for more details of that story. The music that is usually rolling around in my head every day suddenly stopped for a moment. You know how in the movies when someone is being told really bad news and he or she is watching as the bearer of bad news, their lips are moving but they can't hear a word being said. All is silent, even to the person watching the movie. That's a real thing. I think I was getting ready to go see Layla in the hospital. As I got dressed, I noticed a suspicious lump. I put the weirdness of it aside and went about my day. I checked again that night and at the insistence of my husband, I decided to make an appointment to see my doctor. Upon my visit with her, she checked, she prayed with me, and we set up an appointment for a mammogram and ultrasound at a local breast cancer diagnostic center. I found myself in the lobby of what felt like a luxurious spa, and I went upstairs. Everyone spoke so softly here and gently, like all the ladies in there just might break. I dress in a white bathrobe with my rain boots and jeans still on. As I sat trying to distract myself with cooking magazines or repeating phrases from a song at church in my head, I was just trying to keep the darkness from closing into my mind as I waited my turn. I couldn't help but notice that I was by far the youngest woman in there. I almost felt silly, like I don't belong here. Maybe I should come back in 10 or 20 years. I had my first mammogram and then an ultrasound. And after I had finished both, I just waited on the bed in the ultrasound room. And again, I felt so ridiculous. Why are you here? This is so dumb. And then it is well with my soul. But then a man in a white lab coat walked in with my ultrasound technician. He shook my hand and introduced himself. And then he began talking. He lost me at the words solid mass. And I had to work so hard to keep my face composed, I couldn't hear a word he said after that. I had trained myself to nod my head with my best active listening postures after raising so many children and kind of ignoring them sometimes. And I used that well-honed skill with all my heart, as if it were the last thing I would ever do. And that was when the music stopped and was bursting in silence. Somehow I got all my clothes on, and then another overly kind person came to make a biopsy appointment for the following week. I went out to my car and I sat down, but I couldn't drive quite yet. I felt paralyzed in that parking lot. So I called my mom and then my best friend, and with my big, ugly cry voice and face in full swing, it's funny how those two gave the exact response to my news. Oh, shit. 
It just signifies why they are who they are to me, I guess. I pulled myself together after that and drove to pick up my kids. Everything's gonna be fine, right? And then began a harrowing week, maybe one of the worst of my life. And songs from church echoed in my mind as I went through my days. Sometimes the fragments and phrases buoyed me and at other times the tears would just leak from my eyes as I carried my foster son to his new home on Monday and we had to say goodbye. When I checked Layla out of the local psychiatric unit and took her straight to the airport to stay with my parents a few days on Tuesday, and then on Wednesday as I took myself some time and and I had a coffee and a manicure, And as my husband and I went to my biopsy appointment on Thursday, I had to hear those words, Oh, such a young girl, as the doctor walked in. She scrunched up her face when she told me they will have to use double the numbing medication they usually do because there are so many nerve endings in the location of the tumor. And oh Lord, she was not kidding. And then Friday morning, I caught an early flight to Reno to check my daughter into a long-term residential treatment center where she would remain for the next few months. And then on Saturday, I caught a flight home in the morning. I came home and I slept and cried and I cried and I slept all day long. And all week long, I kept everything about these tests and appointments close, only telling a few people because I didn't want to freak anyone out unless I had to. So while people were giving me the biggest, warmest, and most painful hugs of my life because of our situation with Layla, my biopsy incisions and bruises were screaming inside my head. It was like, ow, 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 Jesus loves me, this I know, for the Bible tells me so, oh my gosh, ow. But I do yoga, so I know how to look like I'm at peace on the outside when I'm really going crazy on the inside. And then the morning of my results appointment arrived. My husband and I grabbed some coffee, I throw on my brightest shade of red lipstick, and all the while... The old hymn, just a snippet of it on repeat in my head. I sang it in the bathroom as I brushed little Sue's hair before sending her off to preschool. Whatever my lot, thou hast taught me to say, it is well, it is well with my soul. The song circles in my head as we wait in that luxurious lobby and as I partially disrobe so another stranger can see all my bits and bruises to make sure I am healing okay. And I am. And it does as I am putting myself back together, and she says, Unfortunately, I have to share some news you don't want to hear. And just like that, I have breast cancer. Three weeks ago, I thought I was at the pinnacle of excellent health. Just three months ago, I had an exam and nothing was found. 
but since I'm so young, I don't think anyone was really looking. She asks me if I have a good support system. Based on the past two weeks, I told her in full confidence, I have an amazing support system. She asked me if I work, to which I quip, I can't work. I have three kids with special needs. And then she tells me, oh, so you work. You're going to have to call in all your troops for this. Thankfully, moderate to aggressive invasive ductal carcinoma can be treated, although this will not be an easy road. I had no doubt that with all the prayers and love support available to me, I can fight like a beast and heal completely. But I falter a little when, as I told my uncle, I think, how the hell am I going to do chemo and keep Sue from eating all her brother's deodorant? I realized I was asking him, how do I take care of myself and take care of three kids with medical issues of their own? This is all new territory. I'm too young for this, but here I am. And so with my songs and the prayers and all the love pushing me forward, we begin the fight for my healing. What choice do I have? To read or listen to more Ruth Bears Witness stories, visit ruthbearswitness.wordpress.com. Thanks for joining me today. And God bless.